Hey everyone, this is Rob Coslow from Indianapolis, and you're listening to You Are the Guest with Bill Grady, who's also from the Midwest. Welcome to You Are the Guest, a weekly show where you can be the guest and tell people what you and your friends and neighbors think about news events and issues of the day. It's part talk show, part opinion poll, part reality show, and a whole lot of fun. And it's completely dependent upon your participation as a guest. To be considered as a guest for a future show, check out the website at www.youaretheguest.com for details. Now here's your program host, Bill Grady. Greetings from the great city of Fort Dodge, Iowa. I'm Bill Grady, and welcome to show number nine of You Are the Guest, the show where we talk to everyday people just like you and me about their lives and about the issues of the day. Our guest today is from Boston, Massachusetts. Please welcome to the program C.C. Chapman. C.C., welcome to You Are the Guest. Thanks for having me. For those that are not familiar with your podcast, would you tell a little bit about yourself and about the show that you do? Sure. Uh, my name is C.C. Chapman. Like you said, I'm a little west of Boston, father of two, um, great wife, great kids, dog, um, and I do a show called Accident Hash, which you can check out at accidenthash.com. It's a music podcast. Uh, try shoot for three to four times a week, playing nothing but the best mix in Podsafe music. And I also manage the Podsafe music network for podshow.com. So um, if you're looking for music, you know, to play in your podcast, no matter what kind of podcast you you have, you know, it's a great resource to find music, and that's that's me in a nutshell. You also have a film background, right? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, in 1996, I co-founded Random Foo Pictures at uh, randomfoo.com, and we've been making indie films for uh, 10 years, and getting ready to celebrate 10 years next April, and uh, it's it's been a blast and a lot of fun. How did you get interested in film? Um, I actually, it's funny, I went to Bentley College, and it's a business school, but we did theater as well, and um, a friend of my roommate's was going to film school at Emerson, and so he had all these little short films he had to do for projects, and he used to come over to use us as actors in his films, and we just, we started doing it, started doing it, and we realized, wait a minute, we could do this and have some fun, so I was getting ready to graduate, you know, got my first job, so I was all excited, so I figured, hey, a little more debt won't hurt, and bought a video camera, and we just started filming stuff, and literally it was kind of just a joke. We didn't think we would do it for very long. And the next thing, you know, because I moved to Virginia two weeks later, and the next thing I know, you know, I moved, you know, we're still going. They're coming down to Virginia, and we're filming in D.C., and I'm coming up to Boston and filming. And we got quite the little following, and we've made, I think, just over 75 films. It, it's been a lot of fun. So what are some of the more popular films that you've done? Um, we did a, I did a, I directed a short film called Inquisition that won, you know, some, some indie movie awards. Um, we helped produce a movie called After Midnight with Jodum Pictures, which was a lot of fun. Um, those are our two probably biggest ones. And then we have some cult class, cult classics in the indie world where, you know, like we made a movie called Pancake Angst that everybody loved. And we just released one called Karaoke that we did a premiere at the Paradise Lounge in Boston. And we've got this actor, Chuck South, who now lives out in Texas who uh, has quite the little following, and it's, uh, it's, he does some different styles of films, but it's mainly for the fun of it that we've done it. I mean, we haven't made, you know, I certainly never made a living at it. What brought you into podcasting? Um, it was funny. I, actually, I did radio in college, and I got an iPod in December, and I, and I just started, you know, searching for, you know, hacks or, you know, music or, you know, anything to do on the iPod that I could do on the web. 
and I found this thing called podcasting, and I, you know, found Podcast Alley, and I'm like, what is this? And I started listening to it, and I, ins- I blogged for years. I've been blogging for four years, and I said, oh, I could do this, I think. And my original show was called Reality Bitch Slap Radio, which I did with Big Mike, who now does Extra Super Action Show, and... We, it was just kind of like an extension of my blog where I just kind of, you know, it was one of those, hey, what's up? You know, I talked about my day. I, you know, complained and um, ranted about stuff. But, and I played a Podsafe, I didn't know it was called Podsafe at the time, played a song from an indie artist um, pretty much every show. And then I started hearing all these music podcasts, and I said, wow, I want to try that. So I started doing Accident Hash. And then I got so into that, and my mind just wasn't into doing Reality Bitch Slap Radio anymore that I stopped doing it. And, you know, and now Mike does a music pod, podcast as well. Um, and it was instantly addictive. I mean, it was fun. I always, you know, liked playing the music no one else was playing when I did college radio. So it's a perfect extension. What makes a good song? What catches your ear? Um, it, it depends. Either a good guitar riff will grab me, instantly and just make me just go oh or also really unique lyrics um five for fighting's uh 100 years is probably the best written song i've heard in a couple years when i first heard and i know it's not pod safe but i remember hearing that song for the first time and being like wow these lyrics are amazing um and i think it's something that touches you one way or the other and you know a hard rock song touches you differently than you know a love ballad but anything that just stirs the emotions is just a quality song What's a band that you discovered in college that you still listen to it today? Um, live. Live, I, um, I had never heard of them, and they, they played Bentley. And so we all went because it was a free concert, and we left. I bought the CD that morning, and we left the concert. And I remember going home and listening to the CD several times and us just being blown away. Um, and since then, I've seen them four or five times. And still to this day, I mean, I just... I love their music. Their, their album, Mental Jewelry, is one of those you know, desert island discs that I would just play over and over You know, if I could only choose a couple CDs. What's a couple bands that everyone needs to know about that they haven't heard about yet? Oh, God, I hate that. It's so tough. Um, the ones that come to Migs out of San Francisco, um, just a rocking four-piece harmony rock band, which you don't hear. Um, Berman out of Orlando, I'm a big, big fan of. A little bit heavier, but unbelievable licks. Um, now is now out of Portland. Um, I totally dig, and I mean, probably, I'm probably I'm probably because I'm friends with them that I extra dig them. Um, and then there's just I keep finding all these great solo artists. I mean, Sean Mormello is this new guy I just discovered that I'm absolutely loving. Tom Acousti I've loved for years. Chance out in L.A. is is it been played all over podcasts. Um, the list goes on and on. <laughs> What's the best thing that happened to you today? The best thing that happened to me today, I got, <laughs> it sounds so materialistic, but I got um, EA Sports NHL 2006 in the mail, and I got to sit down and play it with my son. Um, and that was, it was fun just to see his face, how excited he got when we got it. We're not big video game players, but that's just been one thing we've bonded over. So when it came in the mail today, you know, he's six years old, and he was jumping around the house. Just seeing his excitement was worth it. Are you a big Bruin fan? Um, I am. I mean, hockey's not my number one sport, but I do love the Bruins. Um, I do root for them. I love going to a hockey game. Took my son to his first hockey game last year. It was college hockey, but they were playing at the Fleet Center, now the Boston Garden again, so it was fun to see. But, yeah, i got to pull for the Bruins. As you've traveled the world, had you ever been to New Orleans? I hadn't, and, unfor- and 
it's very depressing that I'm not going to get there. I mean, not my wife and I are celebrating 10 years next year, and we were talking about going someplace, and New Orleans was at the, near the top of the list, and, you know, that's not going to happen, and I, I hope they can rebuild it to the same, it'll never have the same character that it did, um, but, yeah, I, I've never been there, unfortunately, and it's I'm sad about that. What's been the local reaction in Boston to Hurricane Katrina? It's been, it's kind of weird, because we're so far away from it, I think, I mean, I know, like, when 9-11 happened, it was our back backyard, you know, and a lot of people local, so it was a stronger reaction. But what's been neat is I work at a college, and we took in some Tulane students, um, you know, just said, come up, get in here. And it's been cool to see that other – we're not the only college in the area doing that. And it's been really cool because I hadn't thought about it. You know, these kids were just starting college when this happened, you know, and that can totally sidetrack a kid's life. Um, so these kids are getting to come up here and go for free, and – that blew me away. I just thought that was really amazing. Um, I know, like my wife works at a hospital, and there's they've there's you know there's so many of them who want to go down and help. And I know my work has said you know anybody who wants can just take two weeks, just go get out of here. We'll figure it out. Um, so it's been really interesting, you know, seeing the reaction. It definitely hit me hard. I just anything like this is just so traumatic, and uh, trying to explain it to my kids has not been easy. How's the gas prices been in Boston? Oh, they suck. Um, well, right after it happened, I think the highest I saw was uh, three fifty-nine. Um, and actually, this, tonight as I was driving home, I saw three nineteen, which made me excited because I have to drive to Maine this weekend, so that'll make it a little bit cheaper. But yeah, it's over three bucks. So, are people cutting back their driving, or the cutting back other things in their life? What's what's your opinion on that? You know, I don't. I wonder because. Like, I, the way I look at it is, I mean, I'm spending, you know, probably an extra 20 bucks a week in gas, and that's, for me, that's not a gigantic hit. Like, I just, it just kind of gets absorbed. Um, I haven't changed my personal, I don't, I think most people just, I don't think enough people have thought about it yet. I mean, every time I see somebody drive by in a Hummer or a big SUV, I just want to tap on their window and slap them, because um, that, that just bothers me that there's that going on. Um, and I really wonder, I don't think people have, as much as they complain about the gas prices, I don't think people have changed enough to make a difference yet. What's a important state or local issue that people are talking about around Boston or, or around the state? Um, big one happened uh, yesterday or the day before was our, our attorney general uh, put on the ballot to abolish gay marriage in Massachusetts. Um, two days ago, and that's huge news here because the state is very, very split. I mean, right now it is legal for gay marriage in Massachusetts, um, which I personally think is, an, is a great thing. And the fact that the Attorney General put this on the I, I'm going to get the, the politics of it wrong, but he basically put it on the ballot and got it put in place so that um, a vote is going to happen to abolish it, and um, that's big, big talk here. Between that and the... Um, the fact that one of our air bases took in a bunch of people from New Orleans are probably the two big stories. How's your state government treating you? I mean, overall, are you happy with what the governor's been doing? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a Mitt Romney fan. Um, I mean, he hasn't, there hasn't been changes that have personally um, hit me directly, but I'm not a big fan of uh, hit what he stands for. And unfortunately, the fact that you know he's more concentrated right now on running for president next time around than he is taking care of the state right now. I know everybody's talking about Hurricane Katrina, but are they talking about other 
national issues? I mean, have people forgotten about the Iraqi war? Unfortunately, I mean, I was talking about this at work today. Um, you know, I was basically saying that the FEMA, the director of FEMA needs to be, uh, you know, on the street finding a new job, personally. I, unfortunately, I mean, I mean, for good or bad, I mean, Katrina has taken over the news, and it does bother me that um, I actually wrote a letter today to, uh, we've got a student, I, I work at Babson College, and we have a student who's serving in Iraq. She was an active student, but she got called up and uh, sent her an email, you know, saying, you know, hang in there, because... It's weird that the news went from complete, you know, every day of the death, you know, the casualties in Iraq and all that, to, to, her, to the hurricane, which I totally understand, but I haven't seen anything about what's going on in Iraq, and you know it's still going on. But I do think everybody's forgetting about everything else that's going on. Here's the final five questions. What's, okay. What's the best hotel to stay in when you're visiting Boston? Um, oh, wow. <laughs> um, uh, where have I stayed with the... Park Plaza Hotel is the only one that comes to mind. What's a not-to-miss attraction while you're visiting Boston? The Duck Boat Tour. Tell me about the Duck Boat Tour. They're these uh, boat, they're these um, amphibious like uh, military vehicles, and they drive around Boston giving tours. Um, but the reason why they're a duck boat is all of a sudden you'll be driving along, and they drive into the Charles River. And they literally drive straight into the Charles River, and then they turn into a boat, and they float up the Charles River, and then they drive out. Um, and it's, I don't know, I don't know if other towns have that or not, but it's definitely a don't miss in Boston. Do you play a musical instrument? Um, I haven't in a while, but, um, from fourth grade all the way till I graduated high school, I played trombone and I'm dying to learn to play the guitar. I used to play trombone too. And I do play the guitar. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I've always, I've had a my wife got me a beautiful guitar like five years ago and I haven't learned to play it yet, but I've had... Uh, musical guests over to the house uh, for the podcast, and they've played my guitar. So I know it actually works. I just got to learn to play it. Describe what a typical tourist in Boston looks like. <laughs> um, they probably have a stupid... Um, they, they, they probably have a stupid Massachusetts sweatshirt on from a college and a Boston Red Sox hat, a camera, and they keep trying to be smart and saying, hey, you want a pocket car? And, uh... And they're, they're, they're probably trying to take a left turn where they can't because Boston's not the easiest, you know, it's all right turns pretty much in one-way streets. <laughs> That's a great question. How big of a deal was it to have the Red Sox World Series trophy at the Milford High School? Uh, we had it at the Milford High School? Yeah. Wow, you've done your homework. <laughs> um, just having the Red Sox having a World Series trophy is I, it's funny. I admitted not to be the biggest Red Sox fan in the world, um, and last year it just it, the the energy in Boston as a whole when the Red Sox were in the playoffs and when they won. I've never experienced anything like that ever. Even when the Pats won the Super Bowl um, the first time, it, it was nothing like the energy that everybody felt uh, with the Red Sox winning. And uh, it was I, I can't ever. It's funny. My son's going to grow up never knowing them not as champions it's very very weird well it's time to play ask bill three this is where we turn the tables and i turn the mic over to you so you can ask me three questions about anything so fire away uh let's see if you could visit anywhere in the world where would you go i would like to go to new york city i've, I've never been to new york city and it's one of those places where earlier in my life i said you know there was absolutely no reason for me to go to New York, it just looked like it was cluttered and, and everything else. And as I've traveled around uh, the country, it's one of the cities that 
I, I haven't gone to. Second on the list would be London, England. But th- right. those two I would definitely want to see. Okay. Um, hmm, these are, uh, three. Uh, favorite ice cream? Favorite ice cream is chocolate chip cookie dough, but that changes about every uh, three months. I've, I've had uh, favorites such as um, cookies and cream, and for the longest time it was uh, mint chocolate chip. Nice. Oh, I got one. Um, not a not a pleasant thought to think about it, but you're going to die tomorrow. What is very as detailed as you can be? What's your last meal? You know what my last meal? I would love to have it to be. Yeah. Is Thanksgiving dinner with my entire family? Nice. Isn't Thanksgiving dinner just a great meal? <laughs> oh, it it is the best, and it is one of those things that I always say, okay, the day before, I'm like in training, so I'm not eating very much, so I can stuff myself and put myself into a turkey coma. Yeah, see, and I always do, I do all the cooking in in my world, and there's nothing more fun than cooking Thanksgiving dinner and just having the whole house smell great and kitchen a mess, and then, uh, love that. And the leftovers, too, I don't mind. Oh, nothing better than a cold turkey sandwich. Cece, thank you for your time, and thanks for being a guest on you are the guest. Thanks for having me. This was fun. Tell everybody in Boston I say hi. I will. If you'd like to be a guest on a future show, just go to our website at www.youaretheguest.com. Submit your first name, the town where you live, and a short description on why you'd make a good guest. There is no charge for being a guest, and you'll have the opportunity to share what you think and how the news and events from today affect your life. The show's producers will contact you by email if you're chosen for a future show. And there you have it, that's show number nine. Taking us out are two songs from the Podsafe Music Network. The first artist, I believe, is a star in the making. So listen up, it's Brother Love with his song, Sick of Chicks. And wrapping up the show is Lady White Noise and Deadbolt. From the great city of Fort Dodge, Iowa, I'm Bill Grady. Thanks for listening. Hello, nice to meet you. I'm a good man. Looking for the one Something deeper Cause I need to know There's someone to come home to And laugh with And think about When I make up my mind To hold you To know you I'm a lucky man Well, yes I am I'm sick of chicks that smoke And drink And lie
Music provided from the Podsafe Music Network. Check it out at music.podshow.com.